bonus episode this is something that was requested by a really good friend of mine her name is summer um she owns her own business she actually owns a few and you can reach out to her uh, i think her business title is through instagram and also on google it's the high priestess spa she does a lot of different things um hypnotherapy massage therapy nutritional assistance um things like that so Reach out to her if you have any questions about that. But today, what she wanted me to talk about was my experience with the carnivore diet. And although what I professionally like to equip people with are skill sets to, related to career development and minimalism, this carnivore diet does relate, I, I can relate it to both. And the reason why I'm going to relate it to both is because my experience utilizing the carnivore diet, which if you're not aware, it is kind of a fad diet. It's basically a ketogenic diet. Um, this extreme ketogenic diet, what it is, it's something that has allowed me when I'm on it to feel very, very in tuned, very, very focused and kind of um, dominant. I, I felt as though I had this weird like huntress dominance when I was on it. And it's, you know, I it could just because my body was used to eating for a period of time this meat over and over again throughout the day. And it was like something metabolically happened in my body and my mind to make me feel more huntress-like, to make me feel more powerful. It made me feel more focused. And it could be a, a, an evolutionary characteristic of our ancestors who did hunt for meat and basically lived each day on whether whether or not they could hunt for game and feed their family and themselves. So when you're eating meat like that, something kind of happens in your mind that's like, all right, what am I going to do to prepare myself so I can feed myself again? And you have this huntress, hunter-like almost mind and it's very focused very fine-tuned very dominant and powerful in a very weird way that's what happened to me um the longest i've stayed on the carnivore diet which is something i recommend don't exceed um i wouldn't not i would not exceed like 20 days um i did 19 days that was the longest i've ever done on the carnivore diet and it was 19 days 19 days of which where I got a lot of shit done and my muscle mass definitely expanded. I was a lot more lean, a lot more muscular. Um, and oddly I was sleeping amazing. I was, the sleep I got on this carnivore diet was phenomenal. So it helped me at work in my career, which at the time when I was doing the carnivore diet, I was a quality assurance engineer for a company that built satellites out in San Diego. And it's kind of a, um, it's a job that has a lot of different responsibilities and duties when it comes to quality assurance and engineering the systems and procedures that enable quality assurance. Um, and when I was on that, I, I feel like I did my best work when I was on the carnivore diet. Another thing to keep in mind, the reason why I only suggest doing it for short periods of time, like 20 days at a time, is that obviously it might not be great to do that forever. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, but it's good to shock your system, I think. 
it's good to shock your system. Just how, you know, spas, they'll have an area where you go into the steam room, you get really hot, you get really sweaty, and then you go jump into a cold ice bath. And then you go back and forth. Ice bath, steam room, ice bath, steam room. That's meant to metabolically help you. It helps you. It lengthens your telomeres, which are associated to your DNA health, to your health, and to the um, the overall lifespan of your cellular health, right? <clears throat> well, that's done through shocking your system. And, um, excuse me, got to get a little recoil in. Oh, yeah, it's coconut sparkling water. Not for everybody, but it's for me. But anyways, shocking your system is good. Um, it's helped me. And another thing is, if you have an immune disorder, which a lot of us do. I have an immune disorder. Um, what I mean by that is an autoimmune disorder. And it's something I developed through a reaction that I had from a birth control. I had a really bad reaction from this birth control called Skyla. And Skyla is a uh, IUD. It's like a smaller IUD. And it's not the metal version. It's like some type of plastic version. And my body rejected it to the point where it made me allergic to my own natural progesterone hormone. Which I might be pronouncing that wrong progesterone or something like that but basically it's a fertility hormone and it's naturally you know within all women and every month on the fertility cycle I actually have a bodily reaction to my own hormone when it is being created so I'm actually allergic to myself which is an autoimmune disorder and a birth control did that to me and it's, it, it's what onset it. So I can't be on birth control. And what happens to moderate the reaction, if you're wondering, what, well, what happens to you? Well, what happens to me is that I get hives all over my arms. I get hives in this like crazy raised rash, which looks a lot like eczema, which is also an autoimmune disorder, right? Well, this eczema is comprised of also hives and it's what's notable if you have a progesterone progesterone hormone related issue well, the key factors to know is that you're gonna have a rash around your eyes and you know i'm wearing some eyeliner right now guys this is not a rash just some eyeliner got a little crazy today but you'll you can tell that you have this reaction because you'll have like almost like a raccoon like red rash around your eyes, spotty, a look, it will be a little bit raised. It might even look like acne, but it's not. It's um, a really itchy rash and it's around your eyes. It's around your chin. And when it's on your face like that, that's a huge indicator that that's a hormonal issue that you're having. So I'm allergic to my own hormone, which is progesterone. And the reaction is this extreme itchiness. And I, the only way I've been able to moderate it until I found different diets was steroids. And that's not healthy, right? Taking a steroid to lessen the itchiness, to lessen the appearance, isn't always great. But it's something that really sucks for women who have this because we're literally faced with it every month. 
every month we have to think, all right, what am I going to do to not look diseased this month? And that's, we have to consider these things. So one of the things that help people with autoimmune disorders is shocking the system. And one way that I've been able to do that is through the carnivore diet. A lot of people who've done this, um, have said very similar things when it comes to their autoimmune disorder, that it's actually alleviated their system or alleviated their symptoms. It helped them, um, for a period of time. And it's something that you kind of want to do rotationally. I would, I, I don't want to eat meat forever, every day, all day. I mean, and that be it. I would like to experience life with a multitude of different foods. Um, but I do suggest shocking your system once in a while with that. There's different things you can do. One of them is the carnivore diet. And often, my Nana, for instance, my Nana has an autoimmune disorder. And what she's basically prescribed is that she can only eat meat and potatoes. Because it's the less fiber, her autoimmune disorder is intestinal. Um, the less fiber, the better. In fact, she, she really can't have any fiber at all. So she's been prescribed potatoes and meat only because that's the one thing or the two food groups that are going to prevent her from having a full-blown attack intestinally and cause it, and it causes less pain for her. So this is something that's actually prescribed. So before you, you know, detest the carnivore diet, before you just blow it out of the water and say, bullshit, this fucking commie bitch wants us to fucking kill every animal on earth and only eat blah, 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 blah. No, no, it's not what I'm saying. I am saying to you that this is actually a prescribed diet for autoimmune disorders. It does help, um, in some regard to alleviate those symptoms. Um, I am not saying that everyone should do this, right? I'm not saying that everyone should do this. I'm saying that it works for some people and it can be done in a sustainable way. So one way that it could be done sustainably without causing harm um, to the overall system agriculturally is by hunting your own food. And hunting your own food can come across in a variety of ways. You can either hunt game, whatever it is, deer, um, turkey, dove, and that itself, that in itself causes a real appreciation of your own food. Because if you do eat meat right now, if you're not a vegetarian, you're not a vegan, you have to understand that that animal died for you to eat it. That animal died. And when you hunt your own food, there's a greater appreciation of the relationship between you and what you eat. And to be sustainable when eating meat, the, one of the best ways you can do is forage for your own meat. And that's through the act of hunting and hunting game. Another thing you can do for, especially for the carnivore diet that's very sustainable, is fishing. Fish for your own fish. Um, and not all of us have the ability to do that. Some of us live in the desert, but those of us who live near bodies of water, uh, for instance, I live in Florida, and I'm right on the coast, so we do a lot of um, sea fishing. We do surf fishing. And basically, you're fishing off on the beach. And what you catch, you eat. You know, if it's if it's legally able to be kept and it's a season for that fish, you keep it. And you feed yourself from something that you forage yourself. And that's such a great way of having a relationship with your food because you are responsible for your food. And you understood the work that went into getting that food. You understand the sacrifice 
that fish or animal made to get onto your table for you to consume for nutrition. There's a huge misconception and there's a huge element that's missing from especially uh, Westerners. So America, Europe, there's this huge disconnect when it comes to our food that we don't understand anymore how it got to our table. And in fact, because we don't think about it, it's completely ignored in the conversation in general. You know, how did you get, how did the chips get to your table? How did the fries get to your table? How did that lettuce get to your table? How did that steak get to your table? There's a lot of things that went into the food that you're consuming. And to disregard that as important is a, a huge dishonor to the life that was sacrificed in order to provide you nutrition. There's a lot of people working hard out there to provide you food in the agricultural community. There's a lot of people out there doing their damnedest to make sure that they can get enough produce uh, and meat products and dairy products out there in the market to feed a nation and more. And we really shouldn't be disconnected from that relationship with our food. Um, and, and I understand why people want to be vegan. I understand why people want to be a vegetarian. In fact, I have friends that are. But one of the things that many people disregard is even if you are a vegetarian or vegan, all that food that is on your table, even if they're vegetables, a lot of sacrifice took place for them to get to you. Um, there's a lot of cheap labor that is being utilized to get that produce to you. And and in, that in itself is a huge um, sacrifice in humanity to make sure that they can feed people. The way, if we could forage for our own food again, I think we would appreciate how difficult it is to actually feed your family just by foraging and growing your own food. And it is satisfying to do so. But carnivore diet has worked for me for short periods of time. And I do this, I want to do this about once a year. My husband and I are going to do this again in the coming um, season in spring because there's going to be a huge fishing opportunity this spring where we can acquire a lot more fish, we can store in our freezer and feed ourselves for months at a time um, simply off things that we foraged ourselves. And that is so rewarding. And it, it does feel so good to actually shock your system like that. The beginning process of the carnivore diet is a little bit scary because when you go into ketosis, it might feel a little weird. And the carnivore diet, again, is just an extreme ketosis diet. And basically what your body is doing is it's going from utilizing carbs, uh, aka sugar, as energy to fat as energy. So it's going from uh, relying on carbohydrates as energy to relying on fat as energy. And once the ketosis takes place, your body is burning the fat storage that you have or the fat that you ate to sustain energy. And that's how you lose weight. That's how you're able to build muscle mass. That's how you're able to get more lean, mean fighting machine. But there is a bit of a sacrifice. And the sacrifice is in the beginning, it can, it can make you a little, um, a little flu-like the first few days. And a lot of people talk about this and a lot of people quit. A lot of people quit within like the second or third day. And I really suggest that you don't do that because if you do experience that symptom, you're really 
on the precipice of ketosis. And once ketosis hits, it's you don't feel like that anymore. It actually feels... When I said earlier that I felt like a huntress, that I felt super focused and powerful, um, that's the feeling you get really when you're on ketosis. It's this, um, it's this very refined focus and concentration that I have yet to reinvent in anything I've taken. There's no vitamin that's done this feeling for me. There's nothing, there's nothing else that is really uh, recreated the feeling that I've received on ketosis in the carnivore diet. So it's something that I, I think you should experience um, if you're willing to. It's worth the experience of knowing what that feels like. And you don't have to do it forever. I didn't. I did it for 19 days. That's the longest duration. And I liked it. And the things that I ate were all meat products. Um, so you can eat any meat product. Um, chicken, steak. Uh, I really suggest red meat. It, it actually kind of makes you feel better. There's a lot more fat involved. Um, be careful on the bacon because bacon often is cured with sugar and you don't want that. So if you get bacon, make sure it's uncured and that it has like literally zero carbohydrates involved in its seasoning. Um, you can eat eggs. I ate a lot of salmon eggs and sushi. I love fish. Um, I love salmon eggs. It, I feel better when I eat them. There's something very good about it. Um, and that's basically what I sustained on food-wise for about 19 days. And it, it helped alleviate my autoimmune uh, reaction. Another thing to keep in mind is the carnivore diet can kind of be expensive which is why I suggest to, if you are able to forage for yourself, I would. In fact, I would suggest that you forage for yourself in any circumstance, whether or not you're on a diet. Because if you're not on a diet, um, you realize how much you spend every month on shopping and what you could be spending every month if you had your own garden, if you fished for your own fish, if you trapped crabs, you know, you can, you can go forage for oysters if you want. You can go forward, forage for crabs and lobsters when it's the season. You can fish for amazing fish. You can go fish for a fucking tuna if you like tuna. Say, I mean, depending on where you are in the world, you can get salmon. Um, there is, there, there are ways for you to do this. And we're getting, I really, I'm worried the farther away we get as a society from the relationship with our food, the the more ridiculous our nutrition is going to be. You can hunt, you can fish, you can garden. And especially in times when stores shut down, whatever pandemic hits us next, and everything is running off the shelves, how great would it be if you didn't have to worry about that? Pretty fucking great. Prepare yourself. Always have stuff in your freezer, especially meat products if you aren't a vegetarian and if you're not a vegan. Um, make sure that's pre you're prepared and the best way to do that is through foraging yourself. And with that being said, if y'all have any questions, feel free to reach out. If you want to complain about this, feel free to do so. I support your freedom of speech. If you want to get me blocked off YouTube, go ahead and try. Um, I appreciate your time today and if you have any questions about the carnivore diet or my autoimmune disease and 
what it's done and how I've moderated it, please reach out. I am happy to talk about it. Thank you.